hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Riverdale Register. Caitlin and I have a bit of a treat for you during our summer hiatus. We managed to get an opportunity to speak with Trevor Steins, the real Trevor Steins, uh, who plays Jason Blossom on Riverdale. So we got a short episode of an interview with him and his upcoming uh, movie on Lifetime called The Madam of Purity Falls that airs this Saturday night. Enjoy. Hi, I'm doing really good. How are you? I'm good. He speaks. Oh my god. Amazing. <laughs> We're so excited to talk to you. I am. I am capable of again. We have a lot of questions for you now that we know that you can talk. This is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, wait. So, so first of all, um, we heard that you're in a new Lifetime movie, um, and it has some similar themes to Riverdale, which we're very excited about. Um, can you talk a little bit um, about the film, The Madam of Purity Falls? Yeah, yeah. So um, in this film, um, I play, ironically, a character named Jason. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, who is, um, he is suffering, uh, sorry, he is suffering from the recent loss of his father, um, a tragedy that has struck his family. Um, and they have up and moved to a new town called Purity Falls. Um, and really, in the film, he's kind of just struggling to deal with this personal tragedy in his life while also, like, trying to make his way in a new town and figure out, like, what his role is now in his family unit that his, his father is gone. So. And what is his new role? Can you tease that? Yeah, I think... Um, I think Jason um, feels a lot of pressure to kind of step up um, and provide for his family while also dealing with kind of the the resentment he feels for um, just kind of the world around him as he is reeling um, in the wake of this, like, trauma that he's gone through. Is the name Purity Falls kind of ironic? Is that, like, the the reason? Like, is, is he going to come to this town, sort of like Riverdale, think it's, like, this idyllic town and find that maybe it is not quite so much? <laughs> I think there's definitely a lot of discoveries to be made in Purity Falls. I think there's, like, a lot of, um, a lot of things going on behind the scenes that, uh, that the average talented person may not be aware of and, and Jason definitely finds himself embroiled in a lot of that oh I'm excited I, lo- <laughs> I love lifetime movies that is like my favorite thing to do on like a rainy day though I guess it doesn't really rain in LA that much but it does in your heart in my heart it rains when it rains in my heart that's when I like to turn on lifetime and just get like completely taken away and like a bonkers super fun story so I'm really excited about this one um <laughs> But yeah, and then this is on... This his, is, his very dramatic story. You yeah. described as super fun. <laughs> super fun. But I'm sorry, you're right. I, I know that your character goes through a lot, and I will be more respectful. But I'm very excited for it. Um, and uh, viewers can tune in Saturday on at 8 p.m., is that correct, on Lifetime? Uh, yeah, that sounds right to me. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
Um, so we have some questions about Riverdale. I don't know if you know, but we actually have a Riverdale podcast. That's that's this. That's, <laughs> that's right now. That is this right now. Um, <laughs> so we would love to talk to you about Jason, um, who basically kind of kicked off the whole plot of Riverdale. Yeah, um, I'm really curious. So you were you were in you've been there since the beginning. You were you were we saw you before we saw Archie even in this show, and uh, I, I guess uh, we were wondering. Mm-hmm what the casting process was like for the Riverdale pilot, if you have any insight on that, especially for the Jason role, an important role, even if not so many words are spoken. (laughs) Yeah, I do know that um, they searched all over for um, the perfect cast members to fill each role. Um, And to my understanding, for the role of Jason specifically, they, they actually had a lot of trouble finding... The, the right person, not to like flatter myself, uh, but <laughs> I just remember my agent telling me that like they had been looking and um, filming was actually supposed to start relatively soon. Um, and I kind of got the audition for it last minute. Um, I had to send in like a self tape, you know, I like recorded myself on my iPhone <laughs> and uh, sent it in. Um, I think because obviously they were looking for somebody. Um, who could act, but also like looked enough like Madeleine, who had already been cast, yeah. um, to like play her twin. So, did you say anything in your audition tape? Like, were, was there a line that you were told to say? Yeah, yeah. I actually, I hope that uh, I'm allowed to say this, but um, they. So, in in earlier drafts of the pilot scripts. Um, when Jason and Cheryl go down the Sweetwater River, um, you know, she says in the pilot, uh, she says, are you scared, JJ? Um, before we set off on our uh, boat trip. And in the original, at least the original draft that I read, the line was actually Jason, and he asked Cheryl, she was like, are you scared, Cher, Cher? Um, and so that was my, that was my line for my audition. <laughs> <laughs> And then they were like, "You must have crushed it." <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. And then they were like, "What if he was sort of this, uh, this kind of like ghostly figure?" I was gonna say like a like a specter hanging over uh, most of the town. Yeah. So how did that work when when they were like, "We're actually gonna make you this figure that sort of exists in in the background a lot, but has such like an important role." Like, um, did they give you a reason a reason why they wanted Jason to be silent throughout? throughout the series because he never talks even when you think flashbacks you know you could talk you could say something but it's almost creepier I think that like this dead character never speaks right yeah I think it sort of became um, an an intrinsic part of um, what that character represents to the town you know it's like you always see him in this kind of ethereal form and especially in the first season when like the mystery of what happened to him was hanging over the town of Riverdale I really think that the fact that you never hear him speak and you only um, learn about him through um, like you kind of learn about him through the stories of other people and um, what other people say about him I think it really like added to and compounded the mystery of not only what happened to Jason, but really who he was as a person. Did you ever approach Jason scenes where, you know, there's flashbacks to him, you know, playing football versus 
Jason as a zombie underwater. Uh, did you ever like when you're when you're approaching a scene? Did you ever think he knows he's dead at this point, or like this is his life and this is a vision? Did that ever come into play in how you approached your uh, your your stuff? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there there are certain scenes. Um, I think specifically with Cheryl, um, where it's kind of her seeing him or envisioning him from beyond the grave. And um, I think that knowledge really played a role in, um, in kind of my own, like, understanding my own acting of the character. And then there are other scenes where it's more of a flashback and you see him in his life and you see who he was. And, you know, I think, like, in life you have the Jason that loved Polly and wanted a life with her and the Jason that loved Cheryl and wanted to protect her. And then in death, Jason was more of a, I don't know, like a, almost like a dark messenger or he was representative of something else, um, especially to Cheryl, you know, in those moments where she would see him. How hard was it to, actually, I don't know how much you knew, but how hard was it to keep Riverdale spoilers under wraps? Because you were in scenes that revealed who killed Jason Blossom. Um, so you must have known, I guess, on some level that that was uh, that it was Cliff Blossom. Um, was it hard to keep spoilers from friends and family? How much did you know? How much did you not know? <laughs> um, it's actually funny. I, um, we didn't know who the killer was until we started filming the episode that revealed it, which I think was season episode 12. Yeah. Um, and so, like, when we found out, I remember, like, I remember Natalie and I were like, oh, my gosh, like, have you read the script for this episode? It's crazy. Um, and so it, that secret wasn't too hard to keep because I did not know the answer myself. Um, but overall, I think, like, the toughest thing uh, is, like, the fans, when they obviously want to know. And, you know, I, you always get that question of, like, what's happening here? Like, who is this? What is this? And you want to tell them, but you can't. So um, I've learned to keep my uh, my lips sealed over the past couple of years. Oh, God. Isn't that like a throwback to lips sealed? Don't they like seal his lips in season four or my, season three? Was that, was that you? Did, did Was that you at the end of this last season with like lips uh, sewn shut? It did look like that, didn't it? Yeah. It did. I have questions. So, what was that like? Season three, zombie five. Please tell us about the makeup process. Yeah, we have so many questions. Yeah, honestly, um, the makeup process for like zombie Jason, as I call him, um, is incredibly fun for me. I, I'm kind of a geek. I, I love stuff like that, and so you know, I love getting to sit in the chair and have them put like prosthetics on me and. Um, like, you know, there were scenes in, um, some of the earlier seasons where I was wearing, like, dead eye contacts and things like that, and that's just super fun for me. I love getting to look in the mirror and see a completely different image of myself. When you were, um, in season three, we have kind of, like, this Jason mystery come back with, um, I actually really thought that 
it was going to be you who was the gargoyle king that that was that that was this right. big reveal and i was trying so hard to find like my ways in my brain to make it possible did you did you get excited thinking <laughs> you might be the gargoyle king or that edgar ever never might have brought you back from the dead uh, i you know honestly i was unsure i was like are they i was not sure if they were really going to cross that line um i remember when um i think in the episode like, at the end of one of the episodes, Ethel says, like, Jason is the Gargoyle King. Yeah. And my notifications online exploded. <laughs> uh, with just everybody, like, messaging me and sending me comments, just, like, basically interrogating me about what was going on. And obviously, I couldn't say anything, and I didn't know everything at that point. So uh, that was definitely a really fun kind of reintroduction or, like... Um, reminder of the Jason Blossom um, mythos. Yeah. Yeah. Really thought it was going to be you. I really did. I was very excited. <laughs> that was like then incredibly. It was an incredibly unsettling moment to find you dead in uh, the old nunnery, Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Yeah, are you going to be in uh, season four just in a, in a chair next to Madeline? <laughs> the whole time. Oh, yeah. That's where we ended with you. <laughs> You're Norma Bates in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely can't comment on what may or may not happen in season four. Fair but um, I'm really looking forward to finding out alongside the rest of you guys. So. Have you seen any funny Jason memes? Like, at Riverdale, I feel like it's just so so much of the fans, you know, are online all the time creating content. Um, do you have any, like, Jason-centric meme that, that you have a particular fondness for? Yeah, actually, I've seen a few. Um, there's a lot of like memeage around the fact that I don't think it's <laughs> show. Yeah. Uh, so I see that a lot. Um, and uh, there's actually one that I've seen a few times that I think is particularly funny. Um, during one of these times where I was done up in the zombie Jason makeup, I remember I was somebody took a behind the scenes photo of me like standing outside holding an umbrella with like my like I was like smiling at the camera and my leg was kicked up uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like people have just taken that and run with it like I've just been like a smiling zombie and so they say like uh, when you're at when you're like when you hate going to work we have to put on a smiling face like <laughs> um, just things like that that, that one is funny I've, I've seen a couple renditions of that I hope you just send that to your friends sometimes. <laughs> I would, if I had memes about myself, all I would do is you send would use memes of yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that might be my own issue. <laughs> You're <though>. right. <laughs> uh, are there are there any actors maybe on Riverdale or outside that you that you really want to work with that you maybe haven't gotten a chance to uh, to share to share a scene with? Yeah, uh, actually, there are um, there are a ton of like Riverdale actors specifically that obviously I would love to work with. I've worked closest with Madeleine, um, you know, throughout the process of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like, the entire cast is so talented. You know, uh, Lily and Cole, KK and Camilla, they're all, like, extremely talented people. And obviously, like, um, I, I never actually got the, a chance to shoot a scene with Luke Perry, um, but I, I did get to know him when he was on set, and oh. he's just such a lovely guy. I would love to work with him. Yeah. Oh, 
So sad. So what is, um, do you have a favorite Riverdale episode? To shoot or to, um, or, you know, the script wise or anything. Yeah, that was your favorite to work on. Yeah. I think my favorite Riverdale episode is still um, the finale of season one. Uh, season one yeah. episode 13. I just remember, like, I remember reading the script for 12 and thinking that it was so good and so impactful. I was like, how are they going to top this for the season finale? There's no way to do it. Um, and then I read the script for 13, and I was like, they did it. They topped it. Somehow. Yeah. That episode was great. Uh, oh, yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah. I remember, like, watching... Uh, I remember watching it. We had a like a viewing party, and we all watched together, and it was just such an rewarding experience to see kind of a year's worth of work come together in the season finale. And it also included a song by my favorite band, Imagine Dragon. So that yeah. was definitely a bonus. You didn't have to go under the ice for that. Were you like in a water tank for your moment underwater, or how was that? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, they like, it was kind of cool. They, they brought this big shipping container filled with water to the set and, um, the, uh, the set decks like built this ice and snow looking top, uh, for it. And we got to like shoot everything underwater in this big water tank, which is really cool. Wow. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> Yeah. How long were you? Sorry. How long were you in the tank? Oh man, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I think shooting it probably took like maybe a couple hours. Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, The hardest part was that I was in the zombie makeup for that scene, and like being completely submerged in water means it didn't last very long. So I. I remember they, they put the makeup and the prosthetics on me and they essentially took what was like a spray on glue and just sprayed my face like the four or five layers with this glue to try and hold all the makeup on. <laughs> yeah, and, that sounds hard. <laughs> and, and even like, and they were like, this will, this will make sure it doesn't come off. Um, and it was so cold that day that this spray on glue was like, freezing my face oh my god and it still like the, the makeup started to like flake off after you know a couple hours or at least like after an hour so we had to be very careful with the way that we like manipulated it and touched it to try and make it look good that's wild that's so funny it looked great though yeah it looked great I was it was really hard to get off at the end of the day <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah under this like <laughs> Under just a mountain of spray on glue, I had, I had to spend like an hour peeling it off. Oh my uh, god! My face was very red at the end of that day. <laughs> That's awesome, but also uh, an actor's life very hard. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's a small complaint <laughs> for a right. very fulfilling. Right, exactly. That's right. Really cool. So, um, speaking of acting, what is uh, what is next for you? So, you have this lifetime movie. Do you have anything else that you want to plug? Any exciting? projects or yeah i um there you know this uh the madame fury falls is premiering on saturday and um there are some other films that i have shot that are in the tank in post-production and um those are being worked on by a very talented crew i don't know how much i am allowed to say about any of them um so i would just say like you know keep an eye out and look forward to obviously like i'll be posting updates on my social media platforms just so people know what i'm up to 
And where can people find you on social media? Uh, yeah, people can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Trevor underscore Steins. Just my name with an underscore in it. Awesome. Are you, uh, are you watching anything right now? Anything you're really excited about? Yeah, I actually I just started watching this first season of Krypton on Sci-Fi. I'm a big uh, oh, superhero. Yeah, there. I've watched a lot so, of that one. John feels so sad. Yeah, do you like it? I, I've been really enjoying it so far. I, I thought the I really like the time travel uh, bit to it with uh, uh, what's his name, Adam Strange. Uh, I think yeah. I think that's the coolest yeah. part is that it's not just a prequel show; it's a time travel show. And yeah, I've never it, seen it. I'm it sorry. really helped connect like. Like our modern understanding of like Superman and mm-hmm. the DC universe to this this story that takes place so far in the past. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, it, it makes it all make a cohesive sense. You know, it also visually looks really cool. Like, <laughs> I yeah. think Brainiac yeah. looks dope in that show. Oh my gosh, I know. Like I saw Brainiac and I was like, holy guacamole! That was I feel very lost, you guys. I'm going to be honest. No. <laughs> you guys should have a Krypton podcast. You can start it right now. <laughs> do it. I would. I would do it. Lobo is in season two. What is that? I don't know. I'm sorry. What no, he wouldn't. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. And everybody tune in to the Madam yeah, of Purity Falls on Saturday. Uh, on which channel? On Lifetime. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Trevor. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye.